Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Fantasy Footy Cloud. Um, joining me today, tonight, whatever you like. Dil, how are we doing? Yeah, good. Um, this week we don't have Uri. He's got on a bit of a sabbatical. <laughs> try and find us, try and scout us some some new talent in... Where is he gone? I don't even know. He's, he's gone to gone. China. He, he's in China. China. Yeah, very he's interesting. In China. So we'll be without um, without Ori this week, but um, yeah, hopefully he can bring us bring us back something interesting. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, we'll get straight into it. So we'll look at our results from last week. So start off with the first one. So we go United Bournemouth two one win for United. Um, they were one 0 down. Um, Ezra, you would have watched this game. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, look, I think it's the fourth time, fifth time now, including the Juventus game last night, but uh, I think it's the fifth time that United have come from a goal down to win the game, which is quite something. Um, the performance, again, like the last few weeks, United have just started so poorly. And then they turn it on and they look at different outfits. So it just doesn't make sense why they don't turn it on from the beginning. But like it's they give you glimmers. Anyways, um, it's these scrappy wins that, that get you moving up the table. And at least they're making their way up from 10th, which is a good, good progress. Um, you know, it's a little bit scrappy. Decent football being played, but overall... You got to be chuffed. You know, Bournemouth. We've we've said it so many times on a a good side, but a very unpredictable side. They can turn on. They can like be switched off. They can honestly. You don't know what you're going to get with them. So to beat them at home is a good result. It's one you'd kind of expect, but it's uh, it's definitely a good one. Yeah, no, it's definitely you take a two-one win at Bournemouth. Um, yeah, for maybe sure. not in the way that they did. They made it hard for themselves, United. But listen, they came away with it. Um, yeah, moving up the table, getting there. Don't know how much they're going to move this weekend, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we can look at Newcastle, Watford. One no one for Newcastle. Pretty important win for them. Um, they haven't been doing much. It was quite a good goal by Perez. I don't know if you saw that goal. Nah, bro. Um, unfortunately, just I didn't. Um, off a free kick, just. Oh yeah. Like flipped it on straight into the net. It's quite. You know what? I'm going to look at it right now. I'm going to get Dave to have a look for us. Dave to have a look. And um, Um, I'll report back to you. But yeah, very important win for Newcastle. I think this is their first home win, if I'm not mistaken. First home win. They haven't been good at home. Something stupid like that. They're Um, out of the relegation zone now. Yeah, that's good. But not only an important win for Newcastle, a very important win for our co host, Ori who I'm sure we've spoken a lot about our, our clottery that we do, um, where we pick our pick the results and pretty much make our predictions every week. And this is the result that threw everyone off except for him, and he actually went on to win the week. So a huge result for, for Ori this week. Yeah, that's massive gut to go for Newcastle win there. Yeah, not one other person picked it. I personally just went straight Watford. I didn't even write off anything there. I think I also would have. Yeah, but no, good win for them. Watford, again, looking a bit shaky sometimes. Um, you would have thought they'd get the win at least, at least a draw. Yeah, I've always said that away games are always tough. It doesn't matter who you're playing, but still probably should have won that, but they won't be too worried about yeah, that. Yeah, they're Watford. looking good. Yeah, they've got got quite a interesting game against Southampton this week. Kind of similar game. They're not going to want to come away at the same result. Yeah, they'll um, definitely want probably all three this week, especially after losing last week. We'll look at um, Everton Brighton three one win for Everton. Richarlison doing his thing again. Um, yeah, he's looking good with two goals. I think he's liking that um, that upfront position. 
Yeah, I think it's good for him. I said a few weeks ago, I've always liked him on the wing, but mm. listen, he's he's doing well through the middle. He's quite a quality player. <laughs> he's a quality honest. player. And the thing is, he's got like really quality creative players behind him now. So he's not stuck out on the wing where he always looked good cutting in and he's flippant quick and talented and powerful, but... Up front, he's not like he's not playing like a traditional number nine. He still gets to exploit some of his skills, which is I think what suits him quite well. But Everton are looking good. Yeah, like they got a really nice looking team. Yeah, I mean Baines has been kind of chucked out of that first team, but yeah. Dinius, I quite like him. Um, they got a nice settled team, and listen, they should definitely be pushing for at least the top six. Finish. Yeah, that'd be huge for them. Top six is in a a season like this, which is as competitive as it is, would be a huge result for them. Not impossible though. They do have a good looking team. Seamus Coleman also got a goal, which is nice for always good for a defender. No, I rate him highly. Uh, it's unfortunate he's been out for so long with an injury. But hopefully he can he can get back find some consistency and find some form. I think he'll be a huge pick in the in the fantasy leagues. Yeah, definitely. I think you've got to start looking at him yeah, in the definitely. dream team. Um, the next game, West Ham, Burnley, bit of a goal fest there. Um, West Ham getting up 4-2. Also a big win for them, that. They've been all over the show this season. <laughs> yeah, they've literally been all over the place. But they seem to be finding a bit of consistency as well. Which, I mean, we've probably waited about a season and a half for that. Um, yeah. But they're looking good. They're not. They're still not convincing. But, I mean, to go and put, put four, four parts Burnley, who, granted, haven't been fantastic this season, is still, still a good result for them. Really good result. Yeah, Felipe Anderson is a... Wow, he's a quality player. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He's, I mean, he started off slowly, but now he's kind of showing it. He's really good. Yeah, he's really got some quality there. Um, Arnautovic getting the goal. I captain, captained him in FPL. Really? That's a big call. Yeah. Um, did well. He got me 24 points. Yeah, so. that's insane. But that must have been a yeah. huge differential captain pick. Although other yeah. captain picks did still do well, but either way, you'll take it either way. Yeah, we'll go back to Richarlison because we picked Sane as captain in our dream team, and I don't know what happened, but it just switched to Richarlison. Got us 30 points. <laughs> yeah, like Sane would have done a right. I think he got like, what, 12 or something, or even less. Sane got 14, so it wouldn't be a difference, but... So, <laughs> I mean, it could have easily been four points for Richarlison and 14 yeah, for Sane. Easy, easy, easy. Right. Yeah. Um, Leicester, Cardiff. Leicester coming away with a win there. 1-0. I mean, I don't personally see this game, but I don't see 1-0 wins for Leicester often, to be honest. It's always like yeah. pass-scoring games. Um, Leicester have always been like okay since they they won the title obviously but that I don't think that really <laughs> counts much <laughs> at the moment but they definitely kind of a step above those lower teams and like if they can start grinding out one or wins and add that to their dynamic they're always going to be a tough team to come up against. Yeah, I, I really rate Leicester. I really like them. Um, I think they play great footy. I like their team that they're building here. I agree. I think you normally will see them own a game or they'll just be nowhere in it. They they don't really grind out these 1-0 away game wins that often, which exactly like you said, if they can add that aspect, then that'll that'll see them really... I think I, I see them as a team that should be like on Everton's level, if you know what I mean, like that pushing for top six, there and thereabouts, nothing lower than eight, really. That's where I see them and where I see them at least going. I really, really like their team. Yeah, they should be there. But the thing is, you look at them, they're not relegation contenders anymore. No, like no they definitely not. come out of that. Whereas, 
not many other teams have done that. What I think they've um, what I think they've excelled is that often teams, if they're not in the relegation battle, they're kind of in that state of limbo, which is like between the between halfway and the relegation zone, which really now as competitive as the league is, you'll always fail like that. They genuinely seem like they're trying to grow and build whatever their aspirations are, and I think that's why they'll like you won't even consider them as uh, as dropping anytime soon. No, I wouldn't at all. Look at Southampton. Southampton finished seventh a few seasons ago. Then they finished yeah. tenth. Like they've been great, and now they're fighting so hard to just stay in the Premier League. Yeah, it's very hectic, actually. I mean, it's crazy how a team like Southampton, like you said, we're up there literally seventh, and now we consider them probably the well, okay, maybe a few weeks ago more so than now, but we literally consider them the most right or fixture in the league. Yeah, one of them. Listen, I it's very hectic. They're sitting in 16th, but the, you look at that table. It, there's like from 14th to 20, they're just all bad. They all just <laughs> none of them have been good. Yeah, Fulham. Fulham. I don't know how Fulham are sitting at the bottom there. That's quite sad that Fulham are there. Listen, Fulham have conceded way too many goals to be complaining. It's a crazy amount of goals. They've literally conceded 29 goals. That's in, in 11 matches. It's almost three um, goals a game. Well, let's let's go through it. We'll get to Fulham. Um, Arsenal-Liverpool, one all. Fair result, do you think? Yeah, fair result. Definitely. I think Liverpool started very strong. Um, there was a very unfortunate disallowed goal. I was probably... I mean, I feel nothing for Liverpool. I actually quite like Arsenal just because of how they play. But I have uh, Mane as my star player in my fan tracks league, and to see his his goal disallowed wrongly called offside, I was a bit gutted by that. Um, but a pretty poor call, if I'm honest. I don't know if you saw it. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty poor call. It's pretty standard, straightforward. But anyways, no, no, no. In general, definitely fair result to draw. Um, I think if you told either team before the game, if you asked them what they'd want, I think. Arsenal would have said, sure, we'll take a draw, but they're playing good footy. And I honestly think they could have gone for a little bit more. Um, not you know, not being as content as they were with a draw. And Liverpool, being obvious title contenders, would probably have won it all three as well. But that's what made it a great game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it would always be an exciting game, that fixture. Yeah. Stark contrast, though, from previous seasons, where we were seeing four threes, and I think it was the highest scoring yeah. fixture in the league. Liverpool have tightened up their defence. Yeah, definitely. Really well. Arsenal, I'm still not convinced, but they they looking they definitely looking the part. Van Dijk must be the best defender in the league. He is top quality. Yeah, he's got to be center at least back. the best centre back. Yeah, definitely the best centre yeah. back. I mean, if you just think about what he's done for that team, Liverpool was yeah, always I mean, will score more than you, but like score what you want. Now he's lit- he has literally changed that entire team. Yeah, he has completely. I'm not Listen convinced about Cam- Becker yet, um, Allison. But yeah, he's had a few howlers. Yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for him to to turn it around. Like you can see, he's got talent, but uh, I think he should be better than what he is. But I mean, even so, your defense is is really the key to your clean sheets more than your keeper. Listen, in previous seasons, City at this stage would have been miles ahead, but Chelsea, Liverpool are on their tail. City yeah, still probably and I don't think Arsenal are too far behind either. And listen, Liverpool got a draw at City. They got a. They. I don't know. I don't know where they played that game. I can't remember. Um, but they got a draw at Arsenal. They got a draw at home to City, but it's still City. Yeah, you'll if take they just draw. keep getting victories and getting like getting a draw at the Emirates, if you're going for the title, it's really not a bad result. Like just you'll take that result. I mean, you normally you'd normally say that you need to be beating every team below probably sixth or fifth, let's say fifth, and then those teams in the top four, if you draw away and win at home. You really should be winning that title, like that. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a lot more complicated than that, and things go wrong. But 
they'll, for sure they'll take a draw at the Emirates. They'll take the draw at um, at Anfield. We spoke about that game, but that, I think everyone was just disappointed by it. But you'll take the draw. They're two points off, tied with Chelsea. It's uh, it's very yeah, close. The up there. thing is, I feel like like the team has got to take a game because they they haven't won the league in thirty years. So yeah. It's like it's kind of that barrier for them. So they gotta just take every game. Like next game they got Fulham, they should win. Then they've got Watford away. Yeah, they you should still be winning that. I'm still waiting to see. I mean they've they've had a few of those wins which are like we say, grinding them out. Like where they haven't actually showed that quality. Ah I think I wanna see that okay, that Fulham game they really should be should be eating them and then that Watford game I'm really looking forward to I want to see how they how they like attack it yeah um yeah listen they they're playing well Salah bit shaky honestly yeah but listen maybe you'll kick on maybe you won't but they're still getting the results without him yeah they just I mean everyone no one's really standing out which is probably a good thing yeah. That they can be working as well as they are as a team. Um, so let's move on from that game. So Spurs Wolves, Spurs three two in the end. But scary for them. They're three 0 up. Still the three points. Two penalties that Wolves got. But I don't think Spurs will particularly care. No, they won't care. I think they'll They'll be a bit more concerned about their defending. I think Wolves could have, after they went, um, after they scored their first, they were pressing very, very hard up until the end. They could have easily scored two more, easily. Um, so I think Spurs will be a little bit worried about that. But at the end of the day, you'll take your win, regroup, and and move on to the next week. They scored three three goals, dominated most of the game. Um, overall, you'll take that. Yeah. Um. So, City, Southampton, just another day in the park for City, scoring <laughs> six. Um, Only disappointing thing was Edison not keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, so I have two defenders in that team, so yeah. would have loved a clean sheet. Um, Sterling, honestly, I think he's just top quality. He makes it so he looks. He makes scoring look so easy. I don't know what he does, and people don't like him. I know it's probably his attitude and that, but you can't deny his quality. He got two goals, two assists in this game. Okay, it's at home to Southampton, but it's better than anyone else did. Exactly. No, you're right, and I'm one of those people that don't like him, but it is. I mean, it's his attitude and. Just oh, it's it's yeah, it's just his persona. His face makes me upset. But you're not wrong. He's got he's got proper quality. The way what you're saying about how he just makes scoring look easy. You know that goal that he scores where he's like just on the edge of the box or just in the box and he curls it in. You never question his going in. Never. Yeah, he's got something that you just you you see the goal and you see it happen. You're just like, well, why did it not do anything about it? <laughs> It just looks so simple, but he does it. But then you'll see that he'll go, like, that that goal, he'll score 99 out of 100. And then he missed, I think, I remember watching him miss about two or three tap-ins in two weeks. Literally tap-ins. I don't know. I think he he's an interesting one. But you know what? You can't, you can't question his, uh, his talent, his ability. He's, he's dangerous. You, I mean, when you yeah. see him running at defenders, you know he's, um, he's going to cause problems. Yeah, and he seems to be the player, like, it's always kind of switching between Mahrez, Sane and Sterling, but I think he's yeah. kind of, he's the one, like, if you want to back any of those three to play, probably, yeah, you're back probably go Sterling sure. at the moment. I would too. Unfortunately, with Sane's rotation risk, but for sure he's the one of the three you'll back. Yeah. Now against United this week. Be very interesting. See, it'd be interesting to see how Pep lines up. Yeah, I don't think Sane will play against United. Personally, listen, that bald-headed magician <laughs> makes some interesting decisions now and again. The wizard knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, 
Chelsea Palace 3-1 win for Chelsea. Yeah, um, standard procedure. Standard procedure. Morata getting in the goals now. Something yeah, and he's actually see. he's actually looking decent as well. Yeah, it's coming together for him. I mean, we always knew his quality. Like you, you think of Morata two weeks ago, you think who is he, and then you think, listen, this guy was scoring goals at Real Madrid. He's got the quality. He has been nowhere, but um, he's definitely this last. I think the the competition with Giroud has actually sparked him a bit. Giroud was always the bench um, impact sub. And then when he started starting a bit, I think Borata got a bit hungry and now he's playing proper footy. But you know what he looks He looks like this little... Okay, he's not little, but like... He looks like this closed-off, like... Shy, like... Friendly guy. He needs to, like, get some anger in him, like... Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. He looks like he's just... He's chilled. He's like, oh, you know what? Whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, he looks like just whatever, but just kind of get some aggression going like, yeah honestly that's what guys like Drogba like that's what Drogba that's probably made him so good compared to others you see he had the fight like he was aggressive defenders didn't want to come up against him like Morata yeah 100% it's a Premier League like that's it's the most physical league in world football you need to have some sort of kind of grit anyway that's my theory on Morata no, I think you're 100% spot on there. Because you you're right, you don't see that sort of um, that spark, that that like that fire exactly like you said. I mean, he's got the talent, he's got the skill, he just needs some hunger. Yeah. Um, Pedro getting a goal and an assist. Did you did you get him in the title? Or did you give him away? No, I've got him. I got him. Oh, you got him. He was sitting on Great my bench though. Player. Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I've got flipping Mane, Sane, and Wilson. How, who do I who do I put him in for? I can't Jeez, have four strikers. That's, that's ridiculous. Mane, Sane, oh, Wilson, and then I've got flipping Pedro sitting on my bench. What, what what do you want me to do? There's nothing you can do there. Yeah, you know what? There's worse headaches to have there. The problem is for you is that Sane is is a rotation risk. But yeah, but you know, like it normally works out that when he's not playing, Pedro's playing. I can just put him in. It's not. It yeah, hasn't ever been a problem. Let for me, me give you a bit of an early weekend headache. So City are playing United, <laughs> the last game of the week. What what would you do then? So I'll tell you exactly what I'll do. Um, what I'm going to do is put Pedro in. If Pedro starts, I let him play because I'd rather back him anyways. Um, Right. Pedro against who are they playing Everton. Okay, Everton's not an easy game, but I'd rather if he's playing, I'll put him in. Um, you don't take the risk. If he's not playing, you risk it with Sane. Okay, so you obviously you you obviously playing with three forwards every week. There's no question. Three forwards. Yeah, I have to. I have to. So you're going Mane against Fulham, one hundred and thirty. One hundred and ten percent. Are you going Wilson, Wilson against? You've got to go Wilson. Wilson has oh, have been you been putting phenomenal. Wilson in regardless of fixture? Wilson's been a, probably the most consistent starter for me since I got him. Okay, so that's a big one for you. So you you you'd go you'd you'd go Pedro against Everton, just like you'd back him. And if exactly if he if starts, he plays, Pedro. if Sane plays, it'd be like oh, I'm yeah, then you know what? Oh well, but at least it okay. takes the risk out of it. Yeah, interesting. If it was oh, um, great. if it was like City against. Fulham or Southampton or something like that, you probably risk Sane because even off the bench, he'll probably come do something special. That's a great headache to have, give you that. Yeah, 100%. It's a great headache. Um, uh, we'll go to the last game of the week. Huddersfield Fulham. Honestly, a bore fest. Fulham do not look good. They. Yeah, I don't are, know what happened to them. They just. There's no. Cohesion, like if they were playing ultimate team, that chemistry would be like fifteen. <laughs> it's like With defenders from Peru, strikers from Australia. <laughs> That's exactly zero chemistry. Look, I've Mitrovic in my fantasy team, and yeah. watching Fulham play is a disaster. He doesn't get. He's a. I think he's quality, but he gets no anything, no support, no kind of. He just gets nothing from his team. They don't give him the ball. They can't even get the ball to him. They try and they lose it. 
no any set piece is just horrible like you need to use your target man and they're not even giving him a chance he just stands around the whole game doing absolutely nothing yeah he got 0.5 points this week he got a yellow <laughs> card okay yellow card you get and he got like seven arrow duels one yeah if I, I was winning by point i was losing by 0.25 and had mitrovic to play you'd think you'd be winning that 100 percent yeah. But they don't look good at all. And they're coming up against Liverpool. They're going to get absolutely hammered. Oh, like, if they don't no go brainer. down, I'll be very surprised. And they've brought it's in gonna good be, players. We're going to have to look at serious Liverpool players in the Dream Team. Fulham have got... They've got... They've, Sessegnon was one of the best players in the Championship. He's playing at left-back for some reason. They got. They brought in that Serie who... Multiple of the top six teams are after... They've got, obviously got Mitrovic. They've got in Sherlock, who's a world-class player. And they're just doing absolutely nothing. I mean, they started well, though. And we always, I mean, we were praising them that they just kind of continued to play their free football that they um, came out of the championship with. But I think that's maybe what their downfall has been. If it doesn't go well, you just, they have nothing. They don't have any strength. They don't have any sort of composure. Yeah, it's it's very annoying to watch as a Mitrovic owner. Who did you who did you give away for Mitrovic? I gave away Aspilicueta, who I mean he's also done absolutely nothing. He's got like it's at even now it's I still think it's worth it because he's still a goal scorer, Mitrovic. And when Fulham come up against teams and they may be improved, but then he will be getting some goals. I'd hang. I, would, I wouldn't mind having him. I mean, okay, not with my Ford headache, but in general, yeah. I would definitely um, not complain having Mitrovic in the team. It is frustrating the way Fulham are playing, but he was good when you got him. He was doing well, and I think. Listen, I can't play. He'll this come week back against Liverpool. You're not going to play. I mean, him. Nah, listen. This is as Pelicueta since I traded him. He's got point two five. 8.25, 1.5, and 0. So he's getting points if there's a clean sheet, but he's not getting any other points. Yeah, and you that's what you've got to look at. I still can't believe you went for him over Alonso in the draft. That's what blows wow. my mind. Every time you say Azpilicueta, that's immediately what I think of. I was There was so much talk about Alonso being cut out of the team by Sari. And there's like a third pick. It's, as well quit as a captain, he he was so he got more points. Yeah, than you knew he'd be season. he'd be guaranteed fair. Anyway, live when you learn. Um, you still yeah, not doing so too badly. Who? You? No, no. I mean, I've been I haven't done well recently. I've been lucky to get a win, <laughs> but I'll keep fighting. Yeah, but it happens. Um, we talk about those scrappy wins for the Premier League team. Yeah, the same thing applies for our uh, for our fan tracks. You've got to get those 0.25 wins. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's a hectic league. So, those are the results. Um, we have spoken about a few players, but like, there's a few players, yeah. Obviously, Mahrez, uh got to apologise to him personally as an avid listener. I thought he'd be sitting on that city bench permanently, but he is just thriving. Even in the Champions League, uh, the one goal, he scored a great goal off a of volley, but his one assist, there were three defenders trying to mark him, and he stepped over, and then he dummied, and all of them were looking the wrong way. He took <laughs> spa- He had space, ran through, crossed it in, and Silva scored it. He's probably... It just, not overall, but I, I think when he has the ball running at a defender, I think he's the most dangerous player in that situation. Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, even over even over the ball with crosses and set pieces, he just has such a, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. He's, like, you can just see he's got something special on that foot. Yeah, and I thought it'd be like a Dolph or a, like, Trinkwater. He's there just, like... Yeah. Like, just because, and he's, like, never going to start to think, what is he doing? But he's, I think he fits into that City team perfectly. I think there's a definitely a spot for him. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you remember He's when um, when Kante left Leicester and there was talk of Mares going to Barcelona? Everyone was losing their minds, saying, "No, nah, he just wants the money. He's going to sit on their bench the entire season. He's like only looks good because of the players around him." I mean, he's a proper, proper player in that city yeah, outfit. Like, not even like a, a fill-in, a reserve. He's he's a rotation first-team player with that. Like we spoke about, Sane, Mores, and Sterling. The three of them are like yeah, they are the honestly, same level. All right, that magician Pep just goes and draws out of a hat the, the morning before. He has to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to find out what their minutes have been like overall. I'm sure they must be similar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm sure they must be. Um, we'll look at uh, Martial. Bit of an annoying player for me because I was going to pick him up when he was on the waiver and I just thought, mm. no, nah, he's not going to play. And now I'm just just rolling around in my own regret because he's gonna be he's gonna be playing like this for the rest of the season. All right, I think he's gonna be yeah United's main man, and they've put him. I mean, I think I don't know how many times Lukaku started recently, but I think he's literally pushed Lukaku out of that team. He has. Lukaku didn't perform. Martial was fighting for his spot like we spoke about he's just I mean we spoke about his potential and you know the audacity of Mourinho to be leaving him out and treating him the way he does whatever we spoke about all of that stuff I mean it's like all of that stuff's kind of behind him now he's just he's just playing the football he's meant to be playing that's what it looks like yeah he's and he comes out of nowhere I don't know. And he's got the... I mean, sometimes it looks like a fluke when he dribbles at player. Or, like, you know what I mean? He looks like yeah. he's half asleep and all of a sudden he just wakes up to dribble past someone and he's half asleep. But he's just so good. He is so good. hasn't even been seen on a United field for ages. No, and why should he be? Honestly, why should, why he, should be? he be? What does he offer? He's a big... Firstly, he's been inconsistent. But he... Okay, he's good play, strong, he's good for the Premier League, but he definitely offers less than Martial's. No, look, I think even as, a, Martial... as a player, when uh, when Lukaku was playing for Belgium, we, I spoke about this before, when he just looked so much faster and more skillful, and it wasn't just like he's a brute who's, a, who's an aerial threat and you know he's got no first touch. That's the way I see him at United, have been for a while. For Belgium, he was a different player. He was like a, a like an active a utility striker. Um if he offers something like that, then there's a spot for him on the team. If not, there's literally no spot for him. Martial will push him out week in, week out. Between him and Rashford, either Rashford will be up front, Martial next to him, or you know that there's some good rotation going on at United as well, um, which is great to see. It's just they need to get that like little step up now and start. You know, it's like when United have been winning, it's been like, oh, okay. United scraped the win. It's not like when Liverpool or Spurs ground out a win. You're like, you know what, you've got to ground out those wins. You know what I mean? There's that little difference that United have to have to step up to. But I'm honestly, I'm loving that uh, that attack. Defence we won't go into at the moment. But that attack is looking so great. Mata even. I mean, that free kick last night against Juventus was insane. And he's done it so many times. Yeah, one thing they spoke about with that free kick is... Ashley Young's dummy, and yeah, you always 100%. think, why do they do it? And it pushed Chesney a bit to the other side, and then Morata yeah. just hit it. Like, with that, without that step, Chesney probably would have saved it, but it, I mean, that could have, but not even that. For me, it was it was more the fact that with Young's dummy, the wall is, they can't jump as high as they would have. So he had that, like, extra gap as well. So you've yeah, got, like, an extra enough. gap above the wall, and you've got an extra gap to the left. Listen, Mourinho has his cons and I think he's just a bit of a dickhead like just in general <laughs> like when he celebrated off that win he just looked that stupid, stupid smirk he looked was, an idiot he looked an idiot why was he but that? he's got something that you can't not admire like those substitutes okay was it a fluke I don't know but he put on Mata no, okay so. he, he got a free kick Obviously, like Mourinho wouldn't have thought, okay, this is a free kick. But he put on Morata, he put on Fellaini right up front. 
who just got in the way of defense. He had three defenders on him for Laney when they scored that second. Yeah. All he does is distract the defenders with his afro, and that allows the ball to go and do whatever it needs to do. Listen, he's not he's not, he's not going to be Lionel Messi, but <laughs> Fellaini, I think, he's not just quite. good at what he does. He's, that, he's a good player, and I think that sort of play, like, put him up front. Okay, maybe don't start him, obviously, but if you need it, put him up front, let defenders just shake with his presence there and then play your game put balls in for what exactly they did against Juventus he's for that's sure. what his job is and he, he's good at it I think why Mourinho likes him is because what's frust- what was frustrating for United fans seeing him like he, he's not no offense to Marouane I know you're listening but he's not the the most you know Talent, not I want to say talented, but he's not like a skillful footballer. He doesn't look good on, you know, playing the game. But Fellaini does what Fellaini does, and the thing is, he always does it every single game. And that consistency, Mourinho knows exactly what he's going to get out of him every time he puts him on the field. So he knows, do I need this right now? He's going to give it to me, no question. Yeah, that's exactly. Look, Mourinho is. I think. I think the way he operates is luck. It's admirable, and it's he's got something different. And he listen, he's had tough times, but he's de- he's definitely brought United through it. Like I don't think, like we were talking about Mourinho getting sacked a month ago. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I think it's he showed that he is the right man. That he might not be getting okay. They're sitting seventh in the prem. They'll probably push up to fifth or sixth, maybe fourth even if they really good, but. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I think he showed the United owners that listen, trust me, and I will get you results that no one else will get. I think one hundred percent. But there was there was a turning point, and that was that Newcastle game, two 0 down at home. At that point, where everyone was like, "Okay, Mo, you gone, you gone," and then they two 0 down at home. You're like, "This is it, surely." And then the way that I don't know if I mean like you, you can't give him credit, but you also can't not give him credit. For the way the team came out and that second half absolutely annihilated Newcastle to get the 3-2 win. I think that was just huge for the fans, huge for the team. That was the turning point for me. I mean, it's still early days, but up till now, that was a huge turning point. Um, so, so let's move on. Um, let's look at our... Okay, we spoke about the Clottery. Obviously, Uri coming up with a win there, winning the pot. <laughs> Solid by him. Um so, obviously the pot's gone. <laughs> do you <laughs> want it to build or do you want it to not build? I don't know, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, I'll chat to you, um, <laughs> chat to you about it in a sec. So, we've got our, obviously, the Cloud FPL League. Um, we'll mention our top three. So, we've got Dominic O'Donnell being a mainstay in a top position. Listen, it's tough to be top and stay there. So he's doing well. Yeah. I mean, to keep picking the right team, he could easily just uh, falter. Um, Sash, nice size, right on his back, seven points off in second. And then our very own Uri in third, who for once had a pretty average week. Um, yeah, finally. Flipping Uri's you been You're slipping down it. a bit there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't had a proper look at my team in a while, but I don't want to be slipping too far down. Yeah, listen, I need to work on my team. but No, it's a process. Um, yeah, so we've got our dream team. Um, we'll be releasing episode... Is it seven or eight this week? Seven, seven. Seven. Yeah. Last week, 97 points, our top score. Very happy with that. So close to that 100. Yeah, we needed something. We needed like a just a city clean sheet or something yeah. like that. But listen, it's a great result, that. Um, I think we top scored our league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we would have. Yeah, by far. Um, and yeah, so keep, also keep... Oh, well, so let's look at 
we'll look at fixtures because we need to look at fixtures. <laughs> um, yeah, so that first game, Cardiff Brighton. Listen, not much riding on that, but don't know. Cardiff, they're not scoring goals. They're not doing much. It's, it's, it's Brighton. It's not a big team, but they should still win that. Um, Such a tough one. I must be honest with my lottery picks. I mean, I was between. I couldn't double, um, double. What's it? Bogey it. I was. I was thinking Brighton, but then I thought Cardiff at home could honestly just do anything. So I was going to do a abstain, and then I just. I've gone outright Brighton. Such a tough yeah, game to so. call. Um, Southampton Watford. We said before, pretty similar game to last week for Watford. Mm, exactly. Um, they won't want another result like that. I've gone Watford win and a draw. I've gone win-win, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Win-win. So, no, Southampton are just not getting the goals they need. Mm, for sure. I mean, they've scored something like a ridiculously small amount of goals. I'm trying to find how many goals they've scored. Southampton, they've scored seven, six goals, what? Seven goals. Eleven games. Yeah. Not great. It must be one of the lowest. Yeah, there's. they tied with Newcastle. They're slightly higher than Huddersfield to have scored five. That's horrendous. <laughs> but a team like Southampton, and they've got the quality. They've got Redmond there, Ings, Charlie Austin. They've got, they've got like scorers. we said, they were they were sitting there in seventh seventh place a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. Okay, they do lose players a lot. Like that's understandable. But you've still right now it's a team that should be scoring more goals. Yeah, I think so. I think they will, to be honest. I do think they will. Yeah. Um Leicester Burnley got it back Leicester, yeah. Yeah, I'd Not love to see them come with a proper performance. Yeah. Um, not much else to say about that. Um, Burnley, oh, listen, they shaky. They were so solid last season. Yeah, their defence was... You didn't I mean, think you were going to score them. I remember in the draft, I wanted Tarkovsky and someone picked him up before me and I was gutted. And now I see he's been dropped. And it was by Leon. I'm like, well, let me look at his points. And if you go to his points... Give me a second. Tell Steve to look at Tarkovsky's <laughs> points in fan traps. I'll show you just crazy his last few points. There you go. So, minus 6.5, minus 4.25, minus 6. His oh, last three God. points. <laughs> I mean, if you ever got to drop a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's when you drop him. That's, that's horrendous. Um, yeah, horrendous. Um, so... I think he single-handedly got Leo up to second last season. Yeah, he did. He was great. He was ma- mm. massive for them. He was getting England call-ups, I think. Not anymore. Um, Huddersfield, West Ham. Listen, West Ham, I think, they're on a bit of a run. They'll have too much quality for Huddersfield. They have to. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, I think I'm actually going to have to go and redo my clottery picks after this. Um, <laughs> so I had a look at the having had a look at the <laughs> the league table. Huddersfield scored five goals the whole season. I can't believe that. No, they they're right to off. Once can we Yeah you can. can as long as it's before the as long as it's before the lockout. Yeah I'm gonna change. Um, yeah, I'm gonna change. Newcastle Bournemouth that's a tough game. You yeah. should back Bournemouth, but I think you got this. I mean, everyone backed Watford against Newcastle last. Literally, it's like those two teams just swapped. Um, oh, you got it. I got to back Bournemouth. I think I have to. Yeah. Um, Spurs Palace backing Spurs. Um, then we've got Liverpool, Fulham. <laughs> yeah, that's where you you got to capitalize um, in your pre- in your fantasy um, league with Liverpool players. Fulham. Yeah, very scared for Fulham. Wow, that's not a good game you want to play when yeah. you're bottom of the. And table. I don't see them scoring either. Nah, no ways. Um, Chelsea, Everton. I mean, Everton. 
they're always going to give you a run for your money, but Chelsea at the moment, they've got to win. No, you've got to back Chelsea. Yeah, you've got to back yeah. them at home. Um, City United. Well, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think, look, if I want to win the lottery, I think I've got to, I've got to go City. But to be completely honest, the results United have been pulling off recently... And when they turn on, like I was saying, like they turn on just as well as anyone. It's just that they do it far too rarely for to to be competing. But Mourinho and United, they play the big games. So that's where they turn up. That being said, at the Emirates, I think he's probably going to set up for um, relatively defensively. He's not going to go and attack City. He'd be stupid to. And, I mean, it's Mourinho. Um such a tough one to call. I mean, I don't want to say it, but you got to back City. Um, but I don't know. I just don't, you, you can't write United off in a fixture like this. You can't, but I don't know. What, what did you go City outright? I went City I mean. outright. I think I'll probably change it. Um, I'll probably use a double bogey City or United. Or probably City and draw, actually. Yeah, I'll go City and draw. I think I have too much quality. I don't think it matters who City plays, especially at home. Yeah, it's United. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, like, as a rational person, you should be thinking, yeah, 100%. United haven't been great. I don't think United, I don't think City will keep United out because I don't think they have the strongest defense. I think they. I mean, they have kept a lot of clean sheets. They kept like five, five in a row, I think. That, but it is United. I think they'll have quality enough to score goals, but I think they're just going to score more. Um, I don't know. I'm seeing a, a very low-scoring one. I don't yeah. know. I think I think Mourinho will set out relatively defensively. I don't think he's going to be putting. Um, Rashford, Martial, Lingard. You know, all three of them. He'll probably. Got to start Martial. Um, he'll probably put Lukaku back in there for a physical threat. Maybe. Maybe, actually. Probably Fellaini in, even. Um, yeah, he'll set up defensively. That's not even a question. Yeah. He'll go with Fellaini, I think. Matic and Fellaini, probably. In yeah. front of the defence. And then, yeah. Probably, yeah, then he'd be like a... Probably Martial, Lingard, Sanchez somewhere there. Yeah, maybe even Mata. Maybe even Mata. Anyway, we'll see. But yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's be great. Great I think it'll be a good game. I do think it'll be a good game. I don't think we'll see the same as uh, that Liverpool City game. I think this will be a proper good, entertaining game. Yeah. Um, So Arsenal Wolves. A few weeks ago, I might have said, listen... That's a tough game. Arsenal weren't looking good. Wolves are looking fantastic, but now there's no reason to knock back Arsenal. Yeah. Um, no, you've you've got to you've got to back Arsenal at home. They did just draw to um, Sporting in the in the Champions League, ten man Sporting. Um, but no, you got to you got to back them. In the Europa League, sorry, not the Champions League. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't take much from those games. To be honest, they probably didn't even start a great team. No, they started a, a close to top team. Did they? Let's have a look. Okay. Mm. There were a lot of changes, um, but it was as far from a second string team. Oh, that's that's a second string side. <laughs> Second, you're right. It's not yeah, a first string Jenkinson, I haven't seen that name in years. Holding yeah. Lichsteiner. Lichsteiner's been playing. Jenkinson and Holding were the two names I was like, okay, give these Oaks a, a Smith, chance to earn their money. Yeah, the Smith, Rose, Walbeck, McIntyre. Listen, it's like... It's a one and a half. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's not a first string side, no chance. It's a. It's probably... A rotation squad and then some some randos. That's that's what I'd say it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, so listen, those are the fixtures. Um, so we've obviously got our Instagram still going, at Fantasy Footy Cloud. Twitter is the Footy Cloud. I don't know what to do with that, to be honest. I think Instagram's <laughs> the main one. Just keep that up. Keep following that. Yeah, keep, keep following our Instagram. Um, and yeah, do we have anything else to talk about? Anything else to add? No, I think that's about it. Stay tuned for, stay tuned for our dream team. And... Yeah, we'll see you next week.